Welcome to my podcast ritual. This is Janya Wongsopha. Each Monday, I honor the energy flow of the moon cycle and share ways we can tune into the seasonal rhythm of our intuitive body. You are invited to dance in harmony with what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. Well, to prepare for this podcast episode, I just took in this beautiful scent of the lavender color rose from my garden and in my neighborhood there are plentiful gorgeous roses right now everywhere so happy full supermoon in scorpio as well as luna beltane happening today it's the time the lunar beltane and the solar beltane is on may 1st it's the time to celebrate life by honoring its full cycle and the fragility of being in the cycle of life and death and roses are just a beautiful uh, symbol of that fragility. Although these roses that I have growing in my garden, they are quite tenacious. And they last quite a good long time. But we know that all things blossom must at one point wilt, release, and and die. And that's the energy of this week. We are in mid-spring, the Taurus season. And the Taurus brings the sensation of new beginning, freshness, um, new growth, and youth and innocence, as well as their opposites. Because yin exists within yang and yang supports yin so as we explore these new energies these young qualities we have in our gut knowing and in the back ground of our conscious awareness that the opposites are also happening the opposites which are related to Scorpio. Scorpio is the opposite of Taurus. And wow, Taurus is mid-spring, is bringing new life into being. Scorpio is about death and ending, completion and transformation. Every mid-spring or Taurus season, we get a full moon in Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign that sits at the opposite side of the Taurus where I live. We have been experiencing the combination 
of the fixed Earth Taurus and the fixed water Scorpio while we are experiencing mid-spring and Taurus season here in the um, northern hemisphere in the southern hemisphere the people there are experiencing the Scorpio mid-fall season the big thick clouds here kind of remind me of the you know the darkness of the fall season and we have been the um, seeing these big thick clouds these past few days throughout the weekend they have been hovering over our heads since um, Saturn day yet no rain which is a bit sad for us because here in California the plants would I think love some rain right now the atmosphere here has been dark and scorpionic, which encourages us to explore the deep fixed water sensations in our bodies that is our emotional plane. The moon is close to earth and that's why we call this full moon super full moon because she is going to be seen big and bright because she is close to earth and she is going to be pulling some powerful force that affects our fluid body and a fluid body everywhere on earth and with the full light of the sun reflecting her I am hoping to see her rise this evening around 8.30 p.m. Pacific time Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Mars is our energy is our invigoration is our passion is our power Siddhartha became the enlightened Buddha during the full Scorpio moon and so we can allow this bright super full moon in Scorpio to shine the places that are hard to see within our own psyche where we can uh, begin to observe the unseen long-term chronic emotional and karmic or reactive patterns that need to be released full moon is about clearing and paving the way for rest restoration death and transformation that is the waning phase of our lives of the months of the season of the day if 
you are practicing a full moon ritual, the very best thing is to meditate, get into the theta frequencies like what the Buddha did to prepare the ground, the soil of our minds for insights or the gamma frequency spikes to arise. And don't forget to immerse in nature to prepare your body and brain by perhaps touching the solid earth, the land where you live, perhaps a stone or a plant. They help you relax and rest in the alpha frequency so that you can slow your brain wave enough to experience meditation, right? to go further into that theta um, frequency of meditation. I have been working with the plant spirits deeply since last week the California poppies that magically appeared in my garden at early spring really have been inspiring me to explore more common or weed-like plants. And I have discovered um, some stinging nettles, dandelions, chickweeds, and violets growing all over the land around my home. I, a few days ago, just downloaded an app called, a very popular app, by the way, called iNaturalList. So if you've been listening to my podcast, you might sense that I am, you know, anti-human technologies, but not at all. It's all about balance and we can use our human technologies, our human minds and our human languages to promote all the other more grounding frequency, the human technologies and human minds and languages and communications increase beta frequency, but we can use all these things to actually promote alpha frequencies, theta frequencies, gamma frequency, and even delta frequencies. So yesterday I made stinging nettle infusion, which was so easy. You can just pick a few plant leaves and put them in a glass jar, add some drinking water, and I also like adding a few drops of my favorite flower essence, and I've been using the wild rose flower essence from the Woodland Essence Company. And then wait for 30 minutes or more to let the plant tissues and spirit infuse with water. Then drink up 
take the time to feel the plant, the plant spirit speak to you in your body. Notice where you feel the most sensation or where your attention naturally flows to connect to the plant spirit when you drink or eat a plant. It's the most uplifting way to heal and to meditate at this time of year at mid-spring when all the little plants are very much thriving, growing in abundance. And it's my way right now of receiving help and allowing Gaia, Mother Earth, to heal me. It's the most nourishing way I am cultivating a relationship with the beings who are living on this land that I left so that I can root on this land and in the greater web of spirit. I honor the center in you where the entire universe circles. I honor the core in you where wisdom, love, and sovereign radiate. I honor the cycle in you where when you are in your rhythm and I am in my flow, we are one. Today is Monday, April 26, and this podcast episode is for this Monday all the way to this coming Sunday, May 2nd. And the full moon in Scorpio is bringing up issues around emotional and karmic patterns. There are personal karmic patterns and there are collective or social karmic patterns. What I have been feeling strongly is the collective karma of the United States where I live, how this country was built and the violence, oppression, and policing necessary to extract Earth's resources and human labor to build the external wealth. And that building allowed for the systemic racism, classism, and ableism to take root and thrive for the past 300 years. This particular karmic pattern isn't unique to America, but with the Black Lives Matter movement, we are now on the cusp of a revolution. And my hope is that the daily police brutality and killing of Black Lives 
are now being shown very brightly in news media globally and social media everywhere. Hopefully, this light coming into our global collective awareness leads to a reform of policing and the end of unnecessary deadly force. All this heavy and unpretty ugly conditions relate to Scorpio energy, the hidden darkness and fear patterns in our personal and collective psyches, right? The dark places within that we fear to threat. At the monthly intuitive yoga practice circle last Saturday, I shared my reflection with the participants on the difference between spiritual or emotional bypassing and optimism or emotional intelligence. Spiritual bypassing is when we deny anything dark, sad, painful, and ugly in order to only bask in the light and beauty and joy and goodness. Emotional intelligence is the opposite of that. It requires us going through darkness, going through fear, going through difficult and sometimes painful, emotional and sometimes physical life experiences in order to emerge on the other side, transformed by this difficult conditions to gain greater perspective through courage and bravery of navigating and moving through fear and looking into the dark parts, shining the light into the dark parts of ours and others' psyches. And then coming out the other side, more understanding, more loving, and more resilient. Today, Moon Day, April 26th, the moon just moved from Libra into Scorpio at 9 18 a.m. my time, Pacific time. The exact full moon in Scorpio time is at 8.31 p.m. Pacific time tonight. This is a powerful, and I have heard some astrologers called it a crisis full moon because of the square aspect to Saturn which is all about limitation and karmic patterns. If 2020 
hasn't been a year of unraveling for you as it has been for most of us, including myself. If you have been holding and somehow able to hold on to the old way of being and doing that are not in alignment with your essence, this full moon is going to give you a big push, and it most likely going to be super jarring to your emotional and physical bodies. Fixed water elements of Scorpio takes you deep into the uncharted waters. This is the deepest, most intense emotional sign or element. So please honor your darkness and your capacity to face fear, which is all about death, right? the death of the ego, both physical and metaphysical. And while we are physically living and alive, we can allow this full moon to reveal our addiction to power struggle. The desire to extract and oppress others emotions, intelligences, and creativities through suppressing our own tenderness, vulnerabilities, um, deep, earthy strength, and our ancestral roots that ties as to the great web of spirits. Mars rules Scorpio. When our Mars, the masculine or yang aspect of our mind-body, is out of balance, it tends to destroy as opposed to support and honor our Venus the feminine or yin aspect of ourselves that rules Taurus. Venus rules Taurus. This internal war is played out through our relationships. Who are we extracting, oppressing? What are we suppressing within our own self? If we do not root, ground, and commit to the abundance within our own body and the body of Gaia, Mother Earth, we cannot experience physical and emotional abundance, self-worth, that deep strength, and love. And if we cannot experience these Venusian qualities through how we relate to our own body and how we relate to other bodies on earth, then what we get, what we experience is 
scarcity. We end up with the scarcity mindset. And we most likely use our Mars qualities to gain power and resources through extraction, through oppression, and often to the detriment of our own health, our own kidney health. Because if we live with the scarcity mindset, it doesn't matter how much we have acquired, we still can't feel abundance. No matter how hard we work, how much energy we put in to acquiring things, we still feel uprooted, weak, and unfulfilled, disconnected from that fixed earth element of Venus. And no matter how many uh, rich experiences we have, we still feel we need more and better experiences. So Scorpio time of year is mid-fall, which is the opposite of mid-spring Taurus. On the daily meridian clock, it's between 5 to 7 p.m. So while this super emotional full Scorpio moon is occurring on today, moon day, tomorrow, Mars day and all the way to Mercury day, Wednesday, the fixed water element help us to connect to the alpha frequencies and offers support to our kidney meridian. I invite you to take this time to honor your Venusian energy, build your self-worth and deep root strength by massaging your kidney area, the lower back, the back of your waist, with some nourishing warm body oil. Drink stinging nettle. I have been um, drinking the stinging nettle infusion throughout this podcast recording. Or you can make um, tea as well from stinging nettle, which is so good for your for your kidney organs or try taking hot baths if you are able to melt away power struggle, muscle tension and to restore your adrenal health. The most potent time to practice any full moon is within one week after the exact full moon time. So any time this week is great. After tonight, Monday night, these days I allow my body and heart to let me know when I need to settle down 
meditate and or journal for the full moon intention. The invitation from the full moon is to let go of all that fullness, make space for rest, death and transformation, for restoration to take place as yourself. Where can I soften? Send your energy to your lower back where the kidney and the adrenal glands atop them sit. Feed spirit, chi, prana into the lower dantian or life center right below your navel. This is the home of your fixed water element and connects to your kidney meridian, your true power that also connects to the adrenal glands and the autonomous nervous system. Call upon your human animal body spirit to root you on this earth and direct your energy into feeding your soulful, physical, and emotional bodies. Affirm to yourself, I belong to this body and this earth, and all bodies on this earth belong to me. With power, the Mars, the Scorpio, come responsibility what emotional and karmic or reactive patterns have been keeping you searching for far waters or greener grass uprooting you from your own abundant venus within Unite your Mars, your power, action, and energy to your Venus, your root strength, abundance, self-worth, and love, your doing to your being. Create an intention that allows for your Mars your doings, to fulfill your Venus, your yin, your being, your Taurus, to feed back into your Yang, Mars, Scorpios, and restore the kidney organs, the adrenal glands, and the water element that is your kidney meridian. On Jupiter Day, Thursday, and Venus Day Friday, the moon becomes a waning gibbous moon in Sagittarius. You are encouraged to deepen your meditative state into the theta frequency, connecting 
to the mutable fire of Sagittarius and support your pericardium meridian, especially between 7 to 9 p.m. when the pericardium meridian is at peak function. For those of you wanting to expand your mind, this time on these days are wonderful to practice the full moon in Scorpio ritual. Jupiter rules Sagittarius and connects our ability to explore far and wide, physically and mentally, combining this Jupiter capacity of expansiveness to the capacity of Scorpio going deep. You can give yourself the depth and breadth of your emotional body right? to see that plane clearly through the light of the full moon. The pericardium meridian is the fire element which supports your heart organ. So go deeply inward and you can do this muscularly, actively to support your cardiovascular health through aerobic exercises to pump your heart blood and send nutrients to the muscle tissues which are blood-filled tissues. What body movement practice are you into? Some of my more social friends like social exercises like tennis and pickleball. I love more solitary <laughs> um, physical exercises. I love body shaking. It's really rooting firm to the earth through my two feet and just shake my whole body. I love dancing and running. So pick what feels most expansive to you right now and let that ease your body into your full moon intention, your full moon meditation and reflection. On Saturn day and Sunday, the moon moves into Capricorn, the cardinal earth element. It's time to double down on grounding and rooting in the physical experience. Take this time to drop out of mental projection and drop into physical action, especially if your Mars is aligned with your Venus and you feel harmonious within, you can direct your action or Yang energy toward sustainability that honor the diversity all 
earth beings that belong to you. As you belong to earth, direct your energy into supporting them so that you can support yourself more deeply. Capricorn initiates the building of solid foundation that gives way to fluid function, connection, and relationship, much like what the triple burner meridian does. The fire element of triple burner meridian metabolizes all the fluids in the body, especially between 9 to 11 p.m., which is the equivalence of the beginning of winter time. And when the triple burner meridian is at peak function, not enough fuel right, or cardinal earth that connect to Capricorn to support right, not enough food, not, not enough fuel to um, support the triple burner to let the, the uh, fire element of the triple burner to metabolize, then there isn't enough fire to maintain the fluid body, especially during the winter time of day, the winter time of months. And we become calcified, we become rigid and oppressive we become what others need to um, shift away instead of being someone or something or some condition or some experience that others have to ship away, that others have to destroy. Come in yourself to the alpha frequency. Soften the muscle. Sway your body a little. Right? Gently find that fluidity to put yourself into a relaxed alpha state at nighttime between 9 to 11 p.m. During daytime, activate your creative right brain. Get into sensual pleasures to let loose stuck emotional and physical patterns while remain connected to what is real and what are truly worthwhile to work hard and build for. This is all for this week. From me to you, I hope you enjoy the super full Scorpio moon as you process your intense 
feelings and look into your emotional, reactive, and karmic long-term patterns. Explore the unity and oneness between your Mars and Venus. May the harmonious masculine and feminine yin and yang within us support the collective strength. May we release the suppressed, free the oppressed, and live in love, abundance, and strength together in peace. Thank you for listening. Your joy and well-being mean the world to me. If this podcast has been helpful in any way, please send me some love through the stars and review on Apple Podcast. Connect with me at Janya Wongsopa, J-A-N-Y-A-W-O-N-G-S-O-P-A dot com or become a practice member at Patreon slash Intuitive Body. Until next Monday, goodbye, lag on, and all my love. <laughs>